Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm Jenny Peterson, a stay-at-home mom of three, turned six-figure social media influencer, turned CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. I'm obsessed with all things online business, online marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and social selling. Why am I spilling all my secrets? Because I believe when we all do better, we all do better. Let's dive in. 10 Secrets Tidy People Know. Are you in the right place? I realize this episode is completely different than our normal episodes that we have on the social media influencer podcast, but I recently pulled my Instagram audience asking if I should create a podcast episode about decluttering and 90% said yes. So here we are. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you that we have a podcast review contest happening right now. And two lucky listeners are going to win my entire you product suite, including collagen, trim fit, and probiotics. All you have to do to enter to win is leave a podcast review wherever you're tuning in and then text the word review to 385-220-8658. Here's a shout out to Hapstyle who left a five-star review. I love listening to this podcast. I can so relate to Jenny and she encourages me to grow and succeed. Thank you for being raw, motivational, and educational in business and in life. Thank you, Hapstyle, for leaving your five-star review, and you, my friend, are entered into the podcast review contest. Now, let's dive into this episode. I have a confession. I have struggled with clutter my entire life for as long as I can remember, and for years, I beat myself up about not being able to keep a tidy home. For a long time, I just thought, well, this is the way I'm wired. This is the way I've always been. This is who I am. I'm not an organized person. I can't change it. I'll always struggle with a cluttered home. And I would try, I would try so hard to keep a tidy house. I would dedicate the weekend to cleaning my entire house, but then it would get messy again, like a day later, or let's be honest with little kids hours later, I was embarrassed to have family and friends over. And oh my gosh, if somebody came over unannounced, complete panic, I would shove stuff into closets and drawers and spare rooms and close the door. I experienced an enormous amount of shame over the clutter and the fact that I couldn't stay on top of it. It made me feel like a failure as a wife, a failure as a mother, and a homemaker. And I started realizing the toll that my clutter was taking on me. A cluttered space equals a cluttered mind, and whether you realize it yet or not, your clutter is negatively affecting your life, just like it was affecting me. Clutter steals our time, energy, attention, and joy. Clutter causes stress, especially in women. It can cause anxiety, depression, tension within the home, feelings of embarrassment and shame, poor self-image, and it can even cause us to lose sleep. In 2019, I remember being in my closet, drowning in a pile of laundry, and I came across a podcast episode that changed my life. It was by a woman who I really look up to, and I consider her one of my mentors. And she was sharing how she used to struggle with clutter. And I had no idea because on social media, she has a picture perfect life. Her home is clean and tidy and always organized. So when I found out she didn't always be this way, that she actually used to be a hot mess express, she used to struggle with her clutter. And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I can change. I don't have to live like this anymore. I don't know what I thought. I honestly thought like you were either organized or not. You either struggled with clutter or you didn't. I didn't even stop to think that this had become part of my identity 
And I can change my identity anytime that I wanted to. It was in that moment when I heard someone who I looked up to, who I look up to as a mentor, say she used to struggle with this and now she doesn't. It's that moment that I realized, oh my gosh, if she can change, I can change. And that woman is Shalene Johnson. I absolutely love her. I'm going to link some of her podcast episodes about decluttering in the show notes as well. But on her Shalene show podcast, you can actually just search Shalene Johnson declutter and they're all going to come up for you. But I'm so grateful that I found those podcast episodes because it really changed my life. And I'm hoping that somebody will find these podcast episodes and it can change your life as well. When I started out on my decluttering journey, I started really small. I started listening to decluttering podcasts, reading decluttering books, watching decluttering YouTube videos, and I even took a couple of decluttering online courses. And what I have discovered over the years is the truth about decluttering is it's an act of self-love. You and I, we deserve to live in a home that makes us feel relaxed and at ease. We deserve a tidy and organized home. We deserve a home that's a sanctuary and a haven from the rest of the world. Decluttering is a gift that we can give to ourselves and our families. I've been on this decluttering for over four years now. I really feel like I didn't do like a deep dive into it until the last year. And here's the thing. My home didn't become a cluttered mess overnight. And I had to wrap my mind around the fact that it wasn't going to become a clutter-free zone overnight either, that this was actually going to take time. But I can promise you it's absolutely worth it. And I am not 100%. My home is not 100% where I want it to be, but it's so much better than it was. And truth be told, I'm actually staring at a <laughs> heaping pile of Amazon clothing because I created a whole bunch of content yesterday and then just left it here in my home office. Something that really helped me on this decluttering journey though is I started viewing everything that we own as an individual piece of inventory. And we have accumulated a lot of inventory, aka crap, over the last 19 years of marriage. Let me tell you what, there's five people in this family. I've been married for almost 19 years. We have a lot of inventory. And what I realized is each piece of inventory that we own, I have to manage it. I have to clean it. I have to store it. I have to find a place for it. I have to remember that we, we even have it. And then we have to use it. And I realized now looking back that the reason my home was never tidy was because we owned too much stuff. We had way too much inventory for one person to manage. Experts say that we don't use about 80% of our belongings. Does that shock you? 80% of the crap in our homes we are not even using. That means that we're really realistically only using about 20% of the inventory that we keep in our homes. I also realized looking back when I would do those big cleaning days, that I actually wasn't cleaning. I was stuff shuffling. I was moving stuff around because it didn't have a permanent home in my home. Did you know that by getting rid of our clutter, we can eliminate 40% of housework? Um, yes, please. So if you're like me and you're overwhelmed by your clutter, first of all, friend, you are not alone. 54% of Americans are overwhelmed by their amount of clutter that they have. And 78% have no idea what to do with it. That's why I feel like this conversation is so important, especially if you're like me and you work from home. 
We talk about productivity hacks all the time here on the podcast, but decluttering your space is actually one of the biggest productivity hacks of them all. And here's a confession for you. I always have struggled with clutter, but my clutter really got out of hand when I went full-time as a social media influencer. At one point, I was selling makeup, skincare, hair care, hair tools, and clothing. And guess what I had way too much of in my home? Stop guessing. Hair care, hair tools, makeup, and clothing. I remember a couple years ago, an online boutique that I worked for mailed me 54 sweaters in November. Every other week, I got a box of 10 new articles of clothing from this boutique. That's 260 new pieces of clothing a year. And that was just from one of the many boutiques that I worked with. No wonder I couldn't keep a tidy closet. I had way too much crap. Same thing happened with makeup and skincare. I worked for a makeup and skincare company and I had every single product in every single color. I had giant trunks full of makeup and skincare in my closet along with all of the clothes. Same with the hair care and tools. I owned every single tool that this company sold. I owned every single hair care product that this company sold. I honestly didn't have enough room for it all. So what I did is I kept what I used every single day in my master bathroom and then the rest of it got shoved in the top portion of my closet on the top shelves and then crammed in the cabinets and drawers in my home office. By the way, just so you can picture it, my home office is in a really weird place in our house. It's actually directly off of my bedroom. There's no door separating my bedroom from my home office, but it is like a different room and it feels like a different space. But that's where I was hiding stuff. And while I didn't realize this at the time, but I can clearly see now why I couldn't keep my master closet, bathroom, home office, and bedroom clean, tidy, and organized. It was literally bursting at the seams with too much stuff, too much inventory. And here's the thing. I know I'm not the only one who struggles with this. No one teaches us what to do with all this stuff. 78% of people don't know what to do with all of the clutter in their homes. I was FaceTiming with a friend just last week. She's also a social media influencer. She also works with online boutiques. And we were talking about this and I was telling her how I used to struggle so much with all of the clothes and asking her, what do you do with all of the clothes? And she said, oh my gosh, don't judge me right now. And she flipped the camera and showed me a mountain of clothing. And I couldn't tell on the screen at the time, but she said, this is my current situation. That is my child's old playpen full of clean clothes that need to be put away. She had a heaping pile of clean clothes in a playpen instead of a hamper. So I know I am not the only one who struggles with this. And I wasn't judging her. I have been there, done that, lived that life. I am still digging my way out of the clutter that I have gathered and collected over the years. Here's the thing. This podcast is called Social Media Influencer. And as you grow as an influencer, as you get more followers, more and more brands are going to reach out to you and send you stuff, free stuff. And that stuff is going to accumulate. And it's amazing stuff. It's brand new. It's in perfect condition. It's just your size. Or you have every color and the makeup, all the things. It could be so many different things. But it's so much stuff. And what do we do with it? We feel bad for getting rid of it. Especially if we've spent money on it, we feel really bad because we've now wasted money on it. I honestly think I have a theory that social media influencers are struggling with 
their clutter. And I can think of so many of my friends and I can think of what they sell. And I, I'm like, where do you keep all the stuff? Where's all the stuff? I follow this girl on TikTok and she is the epitome of a hot mess express. She's a big influencer. I know brands and companies are sending her so much free stuff. She does a lot of box openings and her home is shockingly cluttered. And she keeps doing these clean with me videos on TikTok. And then one week later, her home is back to square one. It's a disaster. And she does another clean with me video. And I wish I could tell her like, baby girl, this is not your fault. You have so much stuff coming in and I'm guessing not very much stuff is going out or leaving the home. Stop doing these clean with me videos. You don't have a cleaning issue. You have a clutter issue, but I've been in her shoes. I know how she feels. I used to think, gosh, if I could just clean more, then I could have a tidy organized home. Maybe I need to buy more organizing bins, you know, to organize all of this stuff. But what I have realized over the years is the first step to a more organized, tidy home is decluttering. And whether you are a social media influencer or not, the truth is over 50% of Americans are overwhelmed by the amount of clutter that they have. So without further ado, here's the 10 secrets tidy people know. These are 10 decluttering secrets that I have learned from the experts. Secret number one, declutter one thing every single day. I used to think that decluttering was like some big event that we did maybe a couple times a year. But now I look at decluttering as a daily habit and I try to declutter at least one thing every single day. A little bit every single day equals a lot. Now I'm looking for at least one thing to declutter every single day. And when I find that one thing, I will immediately put it in the back of my car to take to donate. Or I also have a spot in my garage where I will put things that I'm going to donate. So as I'm decluttering, I'm putting it where I'm going to donate it. And then at the end of the week, I'll do a big donation run. Sticking with this theme of little by little becomes a lot. I've also started doing decluttering differently. So I used to think, oh, I have to declutter the entire space. So I have to declutter the entire kitchen and it's going to take me days. Now I break it up into smaller projects. I like to do at least one bigger project over the weekend. And I normally document those and put them on my Instagram. And those projects, like for example, I just did my kitchen and it's taken me, it's probably taken me a couple months now at this point, but it's because on the weekends I was decluttering the junk drawer. Then the next weekend I was tackling the pantry. The next weekend I was tackling under the, under the kitchen sink. Then I was doing the spice drawer. Then I was doing the, the cabinet with all of my dishes. And so it was like a little bit every single weekend becomes a lot. And for me, that's much more doable than setting aside an entire weekend to do my entire kitchen. For me, I can find 30 minutes, an hour, maybe two hours a weekend to do a bigger decluttering project. Secret number two, everything needs a home. So like we talked about before, started looking at everything in our home as inventory that I had to manage and everything needs a dedicated home. It's the items that don't have a home in our homes that end up as clutter. Like I said, I just recently did my kitchen, so that's fresh on my mind, but my kitchen used to be a complete nightmare. I have probably got rid of 70% of my kitchen, and I still think I can do another 10%. One of the reasons why my kitchen was so out of control is nothing had a home. I hated doing dishes. 
So I passed that responsibility on to my teenage daughters and they had alternating dish days. And my mother-in-law used to come over and she would do dishes because she's an angel. And she'd be like, where does this go? And I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter wherever you can find room for it because nothing had a home. But guess what? I ended up having like three gravy boats, probably because I didn't know where the other gravy boats were. And so I would buy another gravy boat because I couldn't find my freaking gravy boat because it didn't have a home. I actually am so excited because my mother-in-law is coming to watch our kids while we go out of town and I can't wait for her to see my kitchen. Since she's been here last, I have taken control of my kitchen and things now have a home. I know where the gravy boat is. I know exactly which cabinet it is, which shelf it's on, and I have one. I know where the toaster is living. I know where my air fryer is living. Everything has a home. Everything has a place. Secret number three, it has to be just as easy to put it away as it is to leave it out. So for example, I use my air fryer almost every day. I love my freaking air fryer, but it didn't have a home previously and it used to stay in the pantry. So what would happen is it would just get left out on the counter. And some people like to leave their appliances out on the counter. I don't. I actually like to minimize what is on my counter. And I realized this is not easy to put away. That's why it's always being left out. So instead, I had cleaned out the cabinet below where we use our air fryer, and I found a permanent home for it there. And it is now so easy to take out and put away that this rule really does work. It has to be just as easy to put it away as it is to leave out. One of my next projects is going to be my master bathroom because even though I have decluttered it so many times, your girl still has way too much makeup that I don't use and way too much skincare, way too many hair care products and way too many hair tools. So what happens is the stuff that I actually use and love on the daily gets left out on the counter because it's not easy to put away. I'm worried if I put it away in the drawer with the makeup, I'm never gonna find it again. <laughs> so that's one of my next projects. And I know that if I can make things easy to put away, they're not gonna get left out. I also know that even though I've decluttered that space multiple times, I've gotta do it again because it's not easy. I have limited space in there and I have way more inventory than I have space. So I need to just get rid of the stuff that I don't use and only keep what I use and love. Secret number four, never leave a room empty-handed. I work from home. I'm here a lot, basically. I live here. <laughs> I've discovered the secret and it's now become a rule that I'm never gonna leave a room empty-handed. So when I'm fixing to leave my home office to go to the kitchen, I will look around. Is there anything in my home office and our bedroom? Because now you know my office is off the bedroom. That can also go to the kitchen, which inevitably is yes, because my husband, <laughs> my husband gets a drink every single night and he leaves it on his bedside table. So instead of griping about it and looking at things and being mad about it, I just take it with me. I'm going anyways. It's going to take me five seconds or less to grab it. And this tiny secret habit helps. So stuff doesn't get overwhelmingly cluttered. It's just, I'm going there anyways. It's going to take me no extra time to take things that belong in the kitchen when I'm walking to the kitchen anyways. This is going to save you time, energy, effort, and it's going to make it easier when you go to clean and tidy up your space. Secret number five is called the one touch rule. Basically, when you are putting something away, touch it once and put it where it goes. 
I used to do this so wrong. Like I told you before, I used to stuff shuffle. I let's say there was something left in my car. My kid left a sweater in my car. So I would take it out of the car and it would make its way to the mudroom. Or maybe it would make its way to the stairs. And eventually it would make its way to my child's bedroom. But I was touching it multiple times. Instead of just taking it out of the car and putting it in my kid's bedroom where it belongs or taking it out of my car and putting it in the laundry room so it could be washed. Touch things once. Stop stuff shuffling. Stop moving things around your house. It's not gonna take that much more time to just take it to where it belongs in the first place. It's actually gonna save you time. Secret number six is if it's gonna take five seconds or less, do it now. Perfect example of this is my car. I don't know about you mamas, but my car, it's getting better now that I'm practicing this rule, but it used to get really cluttered and just smell like French fries all of the time, let's be honest. But my kids, and myself included, I'm guilty of it too, my husband's guilty of it too, we all leave stuff in the car. It would literally take five seconds when we're going in the house to take the empty drink and throw it in the trash. It would take five extra seconds to grab whatever it is we left in the car and put it away where it goes, right? One touch rule. Instead, what I used to do is I'd look at it and I'd be like, "Mm, I'll do it later. And then my car would become a cluttered mess. It's gonna take five seconds or less, do it now. Stop walking past stuff. Another example is how I used to get ready in the morning. I used to go into my closet, I'd try on an outfit, I'd hate it, so I'd throw it on the floor. Then I'd try on another outfit, not what I wanna wear, it's too tight, throw it on the floor. And five seconds or less, it would take me five seconds or less to after I put something on, put it back on the hanger and put it away. Or if something, an article of clothing is dirty, instead of throwing on the floor, it will literally take five. Oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. My husband throws his stuff on the floor beside the hamper. I don't know if anybody else has family members that do this. My girls do it too. I like want to rip my own face off. Beside the hamper, five seconds or less, pick it up off the floor and put it in the hamper where it belongs. Secret number seven, never go to bed with a dirty kitchen sink. This is one that I've recently adopted after hearing multiple experts when it comes to decluttering, minimalism, and keeping your home tidy. They all say never go to bed with a dirty kitchen sink. Well, I told you I used to not even do my dishes. I used to have my girls do it and that was a disaster. Let's be real. So I started doing this and it took me a while to do it because I did not feel like doing this. At the end of a very long day, when I've worked all day and then the evenings are crazy because my kids' ages, done homework with the kids, fed the family, done the whole bedtime thing, the last thing that I wanna do is do dishes. But I started doing this every single night. I am now never behind on my dishes. I do my dishes every night before I go to bed. I start the dishwasher every night before I go to bed. I wake up to a clean kitchen every morning. It's magical. And we no longer have piles of dishes in the sink. And a large part of that is because I have significantly reduced our inventory. Remember I said I got rid of like 70% of our stuff from our kitchen. I've significantly reduced the inventory. So there's way less piles, but never going to bed with a kitchen sink that's dirty and doing the dishes before you go to bed actually works. And I have paired that with secret number eight, which is a 15 minute nightly tidy up routine. 
I do something that I have shared in a previous episode called my heart of the home reset. This is something that I do to set myself up for a successful morning the night before, because last week we talked about morning routines, and this is something that I do that helps me have a more enjoyable morning routine. I take 15 minutes and I tidy up the heart of my home, which is the place that my family spends the most time, our kitchen and our living room. Again, I was reluctant to start this habit. It sounded horrible to me. I do not feel like doing this at the end of the night. But, and I also had some resentment, like, why am I the only one cleaning? Why am I the only one decluttering? But what I realized is I deserve to walk, wake up and walk into a clean space. This is a gift I'm giving to myself. I deserve to wake up in the morning and not be overwhelmed by a mountain of dishes or a pile of laundry that I left in the chair. You have a laundry chair too, don't you? (laughs) Don't you? I deserve to have a clean slate and fresh start in the morning. And if I take these 15 minutes and I do it now, I am giving myself a gift and I am doing something today that tomorrow's Jenny is going to thank me for. So this has become very personal. This has become like an act of self-love that I do for myself. I don't feel resentment towards my family anymore. I actually really enjoy this time. I'm an introvert. I recharge alone. This is when I do it during this 15 minutes. Everybody's in bed. I'm by myself and I've paired it with an activity that I do enjoy because at first I'm like, I don't want to do this. So what I did is I paired it with something that I enjoy. I pair this with listening to a podcast about decluttering or watching, and I'm not really watching it. I'm listening to a YouTube video about decluttering. I'm doing something that I enjoy and it helps it go by so much faster. I actually set a 15 minute timer and I reset the heart of my home. I encourage you to try this. Even if you're like, I don't want to reset the heart of my home, reset at least one space in your home. Maybe that is your home office. Maybe it's your master bathroom. I don't care what it is, but just do it. And then in the morning, when you walk into that space, give yourself a moment to thank your dang self. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. I know I didn't feel like doing it. I'm so glad I did that because this feels amazing. This feels so good to walk into a space that is clean and tidy. Even if the rest of your home is a disaster, it is so nice to have at least one space in your home that you can retreat to and be like, this is it for me. (laughs) This is clean and tidy. I feel good about this space. Never going to bed with a dirty kitchen sink and my 15 minute heart of the home reset has become a habit. And I absolutely love it. I also feel like having that area clean actually keeps my home in general more tidy. Clutter attracts clutter. So I feel like it just kind of like is like that first domino and row of dominoes It helps us keep every other room in our home more tidy. Also, because this is something that I'm doing every single night before bed, things aren't getting out of control like they used to. It's no longer do I have to set aside several hours on the weekend to clean the heart of my home. It's not out of control. It's completely manageable. And it's something that I can do in 15 minutes or less. And when I first started this, it took me longer than 15 minutes. It took me about 30 minutes. But as I've been doing it regularly every single night, it really has gotten faster and faster. And I time myself because I have time blindness. If you have ADHD and you have a hard time managing your time, you might have time blindness too. 
but I time myself when I do my dishes, five minutes or less is what it's taking me, which that leads perfectly into secret number nine. Five minutes matters. It has surprised me what I can accomplish in five minutes. I actually set a timer and see how much I can get done in five minutes. And I challenge you to do this too. You're going to be surprised what you can get done in five minutes. You know what else five minutes does? It also helps create momentum. So if I'm really not feeling like doing my 15 minute tidy up routine, then I'll just say, hey, you only have to do five minutes. Guess what happens nine times out of 10? Sometimes I stop at five minutes, but I normally end up doing the whole 15 minutes. But truth is you can get a lot done in five minutes. I can unload and load and start my dishwasher in five minutes. I could clean out my car in five minutes. It's actually going to take me way less than that. I already know it. I can now fold a load of laundry in five minutes, set a timer and tell yourself I'm going to do something for five minutes. That's it. Give yourself five minutes. You'll be surprised what a difference you can make in such a short amount of time. And secret number 10 that tidy people know is discipline now or regret later. This is a mantra that I actually have on my bathroom mirror and I read it every single day. This is a mantra that I actually tell myself multiple times a day, not just for decluttering, but for life, especially on the days when you don't feel like doing things. Tell yourself discipline now or regret later. Would you rather get it done now or live with regret later. And listen, I'm not perfect. There are some nights where I cannot make myself do my 15 minute tidy up routine. There are some nights when I go to bed with a dirty kitchen sink and you know what happens in the morning? I always regret it. I always think, dang it, I wish I had made myself do that because now I'm walking and waking up to chaos. Now I am waking up to tasks that were left undone. It puts me in a bad mood. It makes me feel overwhelmed. It fills me with dread. I hate the way it feels. And so this mantra really makes a difference with so many areas in life, discipline now or regret later. Here's a quick review of the 10 secrets tidy people know. Number one, declutter one thing every day. Number two, everything needs a home. Number three, it has to be just as easy to put it away as it is to leave it out. Number four, never leave a room empty-handed. Number five, the one-touch rule. Number six, if it's going to take five seconds or less, do it now. Number seven, never go to bed with a dirty kitchen sink. Number eight, reset an area of your home. For me, it's my 15-minute nightly tidy-up routine, my heart of the home reset. Number nine, five minutes matters. And number 10, discipline now or regret later. I hope this episode has provided some value for you. And if it has, will you let me know? Slide over in on my DMs on Instagram at Jenny underscore Peterson. Please let me know if you would like some more decluttering episodes. I would be more than happy to do them. I've kind of become passionate about decluttering and working towards living a more minimalistic lifestyle. In fact, in my stories last week, I shared that there must be something wrong with me because I had told myself, like, if I get the hard things done today, then I'm going to reward myself with decluttering. What? Like, who am I? (laughs) Here's the thing. If you find yourself overwhelmed and you're at the beginning of your decluttering journey, you can do this. It didn't become cluttered overnight. It's not going to become decluttered overnight, but you can do this. It's absolutely worth it. And it's going to improve so many areas of your life. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you and I will see you inside the next episode.